our communion meditation this morning is from the book of James. So if you'd like to turn to James chapter 5, James chapter 5, verses 13 through 18, this is the word of God. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Well, this is the seventh in the series that we've been talking about, uh, the one another's uh, in the body of Christ. And in this passage, we see we're to do specifically two things, confess our sins to one another and pray for one another. First of all, in confessing our sins, uh, confession to one another means, uh, obviously, that we trust each other enough, we are close enough to each other uh, to do so. And we understand that that is what should happen in the body of Christ. That is uh, how we should relate as those united in him. And so we keep short accounts. We are willing to confide in each other, to confess to a brother or sister. And confession is truly healing. Secondly, we're to pray for one another. Now, Elijah was a man weak, like we are. And uh, his example to us here is one of the power of prayer. Uh, he prayed that it would not rain, and it didn't for three and a half years. And then he prayed that it would rain, and it did. By the grace of God and the leading of God, uh, because he uh, acted in faith. Now we too, by the grace of God, have power to pray. As we, by his grace, just did. <clears throat> for those who are sick, those who are persecuted, um, and he has heard our cry. In verse 13 it says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Let him pray. He can pray. We have access to the throne. Our persecuted brethren are suffering, and they have asked us to pray. That's why we handed out that uh, their specific request that they listed and sent to uh, Christians around the world. Matthew Henry, in commenting on this uh, part, said, In a day of affliction, nothing is more seasonable than prayer, meaning it's the right thing to do at the right time. It's seasonable to pray. Uh, the spirit is then most humble, and the heart is broken and tender. It is necessary to exercise faith and hope under afflictions, and prayer is the appointed means for obtaining and increasing these graces. May it be so in this church. May it be so in Iraq. And it goes on and says, Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. And many of those, by the way, are war psalms of the Prince of Peace. Many of the persecuted do this, we know. In fact, they sing in the midst of a suffering uh, with a joy that really is unexplainable to the world. Kind of like Paul and Silas in prison. Verse 14 says, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. The Lord hears our cry. He hears the cry of his children, and as we pray for ourselves and for others, and he gives us faith to pray the prayer of faith. 
Verse 16 says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And Matthew Henry stated this again. He said, When a righteous person, a true believer, justified in Christ, and by his grace walking before God in holy obedience, presents an effectual fervent prayer, wrought in his heart by the power of the Holy Spirit, raising holy affections and believing expectations, and so leading earnestly to plead the promises of God at his mercy seat, it avails much. That, I believe, by the grace of God, we, as we heard from the men who prayed, is happening now, by the grace of God. It will avail much. As far as praying for each other, to help us in that, in this congregation, uh, I think I will just start sending a list of seven names or so each week uh, from the DCC directory, and I'll put those in the announcements. And all of us that week uh, could be praying for uh, those members. Uh, maybe it will change daily, but uh, at the dinner table or during your family devotions or your private devotions, please um, let's lift each other up in prayer regularly. I know some are, but maybe this will uh, help and, and encourage that. The fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. In other words, it has power by the grace of God because it is offered in faith by those made righteous in Christ. So fellow members of the body of Christ, those redeemed by the sacrifice of the Lord on the cross, let's confess our sins to one another and pray for one another since we are fellow citizens of heaven and fellow members of the household of God and the body of Christ as we are reminded now in this communion ceremony. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we come before your throne to praise you for hearing our prayer, for giving us faith to pray. And we come to this ceremony in obedience to remember the work of the Lord on the cross so we could, can and could be made righteous in your sight and able to pray prayers that avail much. It is all by your grace and we exalt your name and we thank you for your work uh, in us, teaching us to pray and to live by faith in your promises. Lord, use this means of grace now to turn us to you and enable us to be a people who confess our sins and pray for one another and for believers anywhere. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.